Welcome to the Sacred Roots Podcast. I am your host, Elie de Bosson. I'm the founder of the Sacred Roots Modern Mystery School, energy healer, international author, and speaker. It is my passion to bring to you ancient and modern wisdom to help you live a soul-led life in alignment with who you came here to be and lead an abundant business, but the feminine way, with flow, ease, and intuition. This podcast is a sacred space where we are going to connect over solo episodes and with powerful guests that will empower and enlighten you on your spiritual path. Thank you so much for having me in your private space. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the teachings and integration practices that are coming your way now. Hello, good morning, good afternoon. I am so excited to be here again for a new podcast episode, all about surrendering again. Surrendering is really the theme of this month of January. And I'm going to be talking about surrendering everywhere, in every kind of shape, in every kind of color, because I really want my message to come to you in a potent and healing way. And so what's better to understand the wisdom of certain ideas and stories? And you know, I love to tell stories. I'm a true storyteller. So the title of this podcast is, When Do You Know It's Time to Surrender? And I have two stories for you. I have much more actually, but I'm going to keep it to two because otherwise we're still here tomorrow and I want to honor your precious time. So you really know it's time to surrender when there's no joy anymore. That's really what's coming through for me and what I want to share with you. And I'm using the word joy very intentionally because really often we think that joy is an emotion. Joy is not an emotion. Joy is a spiritual state. It's something that you're feeling when you're at the right place with the right people doing the right thing. Joy is your soul telling you, yes, my baby, my darling, my love, keep going. You're doing the right thing. You're going in the right direction. Joy is that energy of Kriya, of flow. And so when you're in a place in your life where there's no more joy, you're slowly disconnecting yourself from your soul, your purpose, and who you came here to be. And so when there's no more joy in your life, it really is time to surrender. Because if you keep going, things are just going to keep getting harder. I'm going to talk about that more in the next episode, the difference between karma and kriya and how these two forces really support you on your path. And so when you don't have joy in your life, it's really time to surrender. It's time to slow down. It's time to go back into a co-creative process. Listen to the messages of the divine. And joy for me is really that element that is telling you time to surrender. But there are more elements, actually. There are more things that are going to show up in your life that are telling you it's time to surrender now. So the first one was when you don't have joy in your life anymore. The second one is when you feel exhausted, when you feel like you're slowly burning out. Because again, when you feel exhausted, it means that you're disconnected from your universal energy, from your soul. Because when you are in full alignment with your soul and you're working from that place, 
you actually receive energy. You have more energy after doing it than before. When I record these podcast episodes, I have more energy at the end than at the beginning. When I work with my clients, when I write my books, it gives me energy. And so even if I'm tired because my baby didn't sleep well in the night, I'm going to be feeling better after doing it. So if you're exhausted in your life and everything you're doing is draining you, it's because you're not doing the right thing. You are going the wrong track. And so it's time to surrender at that time. It's time to slow down. It's time to pay attention to the signs. It's time to follow the sign and go back into co-creation, dance with the divine. It's time to stop controlling. Of course, the first moment in your life where it's time to surrender is when you are controlling too much, when you are obsessed about how things are going to end up, when you're attached to outcomes, when you really want your business to hit 500K next year, and that's the only thing you're thinking about and everything that you're doing is going into that direction. If you're doing it really with this energy of forcefulness and obsession, and it actually comes from a place of lack, then it's time to surrender. Because you can absolutely have a 500K business or a seven-figure business, but from a soulful place, from a place of surrender. And if it is from a place of surrender, it's going to be flowy. That doesn't mean you're not going to have to make hard decisions. And sometimes you're going to struggle because life is still going to expand you and get you out of your comfort zone. But it's going to be way less hard and much more aligned. And when you are at that seven-figure level, when you are at that seven-figure level with your business and it's aligned, it feels good. If it's not aligned, it feels exhausting, like you're just hustling, like you have the money, but what now? There's an emptiness after it. And then you're just chasing the next high. That's because you're stuck in a loop of ego desires instead of connecting with your soul's desires. I actually did a podcast on how to connect with your soul desires. I think it's podcast number 37. If you want to go back to that and listen to that, see that you can identify what your soul desires are and what your ego desires are. So if you don't have any joy in your life, if you're exhausted and you feel like you're controlling everything and it's not really working anyway, or it's working, but it's really painful, then it's really time to surrender. And so two stories. Am I going to tell two stories? Okay, two stories. So the first story that I want to share with you is when I was teaching the self-healing spiral. The self-healing spiral is my first book. And it's a method that I created to help women heal from trauma, really through the power of self-love. And it's a whole method that I was using to help women as coach, therapist, energy healer. It kind of blends a lot of different things. And I realized that people started coming to me and asking me, can you teach me your methods? Because I love it when you use it on me and I actually want to use it with my clients. So I created an ICF certified certification and I started teaching the self-healing spiral. And when I launched it, I had three people sign up to my first launch, which was pretty good, but I felt like I had hit a wall. I kept receiving this image of 
all right, you've gone down this path of teaching the self-giving spiral. And in my life, that was going to be my journey. I was going to teach this method to everybody. It's all about emotional healing, rewiring your limiting beliefs and self-love. And I was seeing myself teaching it in schools and to kids, because I really think that if we can help kids express their emotions in a healthy way and heal their own emotions, we are going to create a whole different world out there. And so that was really like my vision. But once I onboarded those three clients and I started working with them, I kept seeing a wall. No, this is not what you're here to do. I really felt like you have to go back to the beginning and start again. So that was the guidance that I was receiving. And I was a little bit in a controlled space because I had the vision. I knew where I wanted to go. I knew how to do it. It felt comfortable. It felt exciting. And I was absolutely controlling the process. It felt really safe to have a big vision like that and to know how to make it happen. And so because I kept receiving that message and that guidance, I surrendered because it didn't feel good actually to keep going. Even though it was an exciting vision and a really beautiful purpose, it just didn't feel right anymore. And so I went back to the beginning of asking myself questions such as, who am I? If there's one message I can share to the world, what is it? I've evolved, I've changed. When I decided that vision two years ago, I was at a certain place on my path. Now I'm much further. Who is that person? Who have I become? What is important to that person? What is important to me? What are my values? What do I want to fight for? So I asked myself all those questions and I surrendered. I let the answer come to me. I sat in the unknown for quite a while. So that's the thing with surrendering. We really often sit in the unknown and that's uncomfortable. The longer you can sit in the unknown, the greater the magic that's going to come in your life, the greater the plan that's going to unfold for you. So I've also done another episode on the magic of uncertainty. I think it's episode three, Surrender, the magic of uncertainty. Go back to listening to that one because it's a really powerful one. Again, one of your favorite episodes from this podcast. But surrendering really often comes with the unknown and we have to learn to be comfortable in that, which is something that I will be teaching in the four months course, of course. But so going back to my story, I sat into the unknown I remember I cleared my calendar. I let go of control at that level as well. And I was just moving through my days with my intuition. And that's also when I did my first information detox because I wanted to reconnect with my intuition and my creativity. I was like, I am back at the beginning, asking myself those deep questions. The self-healing spiral was a part of my work. It was great. It's helped a lot of women. It's still helping a lot of women, but something else now will have to come through and is asking me to surrender so that it can come through. And so I did that information detox and in a meditation, it was very clearly explained to me that I needed to write another book and a book about the divine feminine. And I was like, you guys, I don't know anything about the divine feminine. I mean, That's why I'm struggling so much. I'm learning to surrender. And the surrender energy is all about the feminine energy. How do you want me to teach that? And they were like, you're going to go on an initiation of your own and then you'll be able to teach it. I was like, okay, good. 
writing a book about the divine feminine. Thank you. <laughs> so I started writing a few things that I knew about the connection with the moon and the menstrual cycle and all of that. But I didn't feel it was interesting, but I was like, I know it's not that. I know there's much more than that. And I kept receiving signs that I needed to write a book. Like, for example, I opened my Kindle at some point and there was this ad for a book that was explaining to you how to write a book. So it was basically written, black on white, write a book. <laughs> and then suddenly I was going through my papers and I found a drawing that I had done of me with wings writing a book. I was like, okay, I get it. All these messages are coming to me. And so that's the beautiful thing is that when you surrender, you keep receiving messages and confirmations. And the more you ask questions, the more you receive messages. You're actually completely guided. And that's why you need to surrender because you have to follow one message after the other, one guidance after the other. And usually in the moment, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And you're like, oh my God, where am I going with all of this? And then suddenly, boom, everything comes together. And you're like, okay, I get it. I had it now. And so it was really clear that I had to write this book. Like I said, I started. And then if you've read The Path of Femininity, you know what happened. I got woken up in the middle of the night, three, four weeks later, after I got that download in the meditation. And I received all the teachings of the book. And so basically, the past two years happened and all the podcasts that I've recorded and all the wisdom that I've shared with you and all the programs that I've created came from that one moment when I decided I was going to stop controlling and I was going to surrender and sit in the unknown. And so that one decision put me on a completely different track that is super aligned that feels incredibly good, that I'm deeply passionate about, and that is changing lives every day. That one decision helped me really live my dharma and step into my purpose. And of course, after that, I've been told by many healers that I'm part of the Council of the Divine Feminine. So this was, of course, always meant to be with the rising of the feminine on the earth. All these teachings are super important. There are so many women now teaching about the Divine Feminine because we need this wisdom to come out and we need to shift our way of being, which is now why I'm going even deeper into it now with this energy of surrender. And this story is really showing you the power of surrender and how surrender really works and how it puts you on your unique and sacred path. All right, another quick story, because that's a really fun one. If you are on my email list, you have followed this story from my emails. If you're not, I'm going to share it with you now because it's a really beautiful story. So the universe sometimes has this tendency to teach you things in a pretty intense way. <laughs> Let's put it that way. The universe really likes to work at the 11th hour. Also something that I'm going to be teaching in the 16 weeks course. And that really rang true and really happened to us. I mean, many times, but definitely when we were looking for a place to live here in Bali. So we arrived in Bali beginning of October and we had rented an Airbnb for six weeks because we didn't really know the island. I had never been there and I didn't want to choose a place to live for a whole year based on pictures. I wanted to feel the place first. And so we 
started looking for villas and houses around week two. So pretty quickly after we arrived, we got over our jet lag. Everybody got sick. It was a real worldwide, pretty intense because we were pretty like very sick, but it's okay now. Everybody is healthy. And as soon as we got back on our two feet, we started looking for places. And I think we visited like 40 places and it never worked out. Every time we said, okay, we're going to take this place. We realized someone had already given a better offer, but the agent didn't know, or they said yes. And then they actually took someone else. Or after that, we realized there was a lot of mold in the place. And so we pulled out. There were like so many situations like that. And so there were many experiences of like, yes, we finally have it. And then, oh no, it didn't work out. Okay, now we finally have it. Oh no, it didn't work out. And then we went through the whole journey of realizing that the rent is actually really expensive, but it is not as cheap as it used to be. Since COVID, they have doubled, sometimes tripled their prices and prices keep going up. So we were like, wow, it's actually really expensive to rent a place. It's more expensive than Europe or Canada. What if we actually bought a place? Because that's actually pretty cheap. So then we went into looking for places to buy. And then that didn't work out because, well, we have all our money in our house in Canada and we weren't able to find enough money to buy a house. So then we went back to renting. I mean, it was really complete chaos to the point that two days before leaving the flat, we didn't have anywhere to go. And we had to leave that flat because other people were arriving. So we were moving on a Friday, it's Wednesday afternoon, and we still have nowhere to go. And at that point, I was like, you know what, I don't even know what to do anymore. So I said really clearly, I remember in the morning, I did a prayer. I said, great goddess, thank you so much for helping me. I've done everything I could. I've contacted 10 real estate agents. I've spent countless hours on Facebook groups to find rentals. Nothing has worked out. Please do your magic because I need help here. (laughs) And so I declared again as well, I would love to have a house that's like this, three bedrooms, so one can be an office with a pool, with a lot of spaciousness, a lot of light in a nice neighborhood. And then I said, thank you. And now I'm just going to relax because I honestly don't know what else to do. So I surrendered and I stopped trying to find a house two days before actually having to leave our Airbnb. So from a rational perspective, this might sound completely crazy, but listen to what happened. A few hours later, I was playing with Benji in the afternoon, which was out, and I decided to go to the beach. And so we're packing our bags. I'm ordering a car because it's very easy here to order local drivers and local cars. And I receive a text from the guy saying, I'm there, I'm What was the text again? I'm at the front. I remember now. He says, I'm at the front. Instead of saying, I'm there at the house, he says, I'm at the front. So interesting way of saying it, but why not? And then I look at his name and his name was Simon. So this really came to me as a huge sign because you have to know that my grandfather who passed away last year, his name is Simon. And so having Simon send me a message when I'm going to the beach to have fun, saying, I'm at the front, I was like, all right, they have everything covered. 
Simon, my grandfather, and my whole spirit squad are at the front of the situation. They are taking care of it. They're at the front of the battle. I can chill. I can relax. They're doing it. And so I honestly, I laughed. I put Benji in the car. I got in the car. We went to the beach. I completely switched up. We had a lot of fun. We played in the waves, built sand castles, and then we came back home. I put him to bed. And then Rich arrives and Rich says to me, you know what happened? The house that we saw last weekend, the house that we loved, it's ours. Because the owner of the house realized that the people who like he signed a contract with to rent a house, they were really complicated. They kept asking for things. They were probably going to do a lot of parties. And so he decided that it was better to actually rent the house to us instead of to them. So he changed his mind. Not really nice for those people, but really good for us. And so we get the house out of the blue like that. So then I just laughed because I was like, yeah, I knew. I knew they were going to take care of it. I knew it was going to work out. And so in this story, you really see again the power of surrendering, completely letting go of control, even if it sounds insane. And the really cool thing is that when you communicate with your co-creator, with the unseen, with your spirit guides, with the universe, the goddess, they respond. They send you messages. You have to be able to receive them, of course, and to understand them. But that's the beauty. I said in the morning, please, great goddess, find our house. I'm sure you're having everything covered. I'm so excited to move into our next house that you will find for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to surrender and I leave it all to you. And then she answered and she said, yeah, we're at the front. Or he answered through the name of my grandfather, we're at the front. And also the chances of having an Indonesian person called Putu, it's like really, really small because here everybody is called Simon. Also having someone called Simon here in Indonesia is really rare because everybody's name is either Ketut, Nioman, Putu, Wayan. I mean, that's like the classical names that they all have because it means number one, two, three, and four in a family. And that's how they're named. So yeah, it was completely mind-blowing. And again, an amazing sign. So I hope these two stories really inspired you to see when it is time to surrender. When things are becoming too hard, when you're controlling too much, when you feel like you've hit a wall, when you're losing the joy, when you're exhausted, it's really time to surrender. So if you find yourself in one of those places and you want the sacred, unique path that is meant for you to unfold in your life, in your business, in your relationships as well, then join me at the Masterclass surrender today, which is January 19th. And I'm so excited because I'm going to be teaching you week one of the surrender four months live course. And that week one really sets the foundation on how to surrender and how to live that solid life that you came here to do. You can find all the details in the show notes of this episode. Thank you again for following me, for listening to me, for supporting my work and for doing the inner work that is helping you live that solid life. I'll see you next week or at the masterclass. Bye-bye.